Hello, welcome back to Lloyd and JD, the best fucking podcast in the world. I'm Lloyd. I'm JD. What's up, man? Christmas is over. I'm back to work. Life's shit again. <laughs> as, as we predicted. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think that was the prediction going into it. I was after Christmas, sad going to work. I, mean, I was like, had to leave my kid and stuff. It's hard. That time between Christmas and New Year, it's almost like a void. It's, it's like... That's how life should be. Yeah. It's like the five, six days that, that you don't no, know what day it is. It's, you don't know what time it is. You don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. that's what life should be. It should be. It should that's be. That's what we're so consumed by time and we're so consumed by work really yeah, and time and where and how much we got done in a day and what we're doing today and like life should just be like yeah. what what do i want to do today we're so consumed by work and we're so consumed by work for other people i think is i don't think i'm consumed with work. i think i'm consumed with my problem is not living in the moment because i want i live from weekend to weekend because i fucking hate my weekdays Right, but I mean that time you you are ultimately working and you're not yeah I mean you're doing something that you enjoy I mean you enjoy yeah, masonry to a de, you know a degree but you know it's not what you would probably if you had a choice it might not be what you do uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, philosopher Alan Watts no you, you know, spoke about him a few yeah, times you know and, and he talks about that if you if you give kids you know sort of the opportunity to say what they want to be in life they don't say. I want to be a garbage man. I don't want to be, you know, a jobs like that. Yeah, okay, like no yeah. one's gonna. But maybe. But one I don't want to. I don't want to work in the mall. I don't want to do this. Might, you know. Some people actually might. You'd be fucking surprised. Some people will, um, and, and that's and that's, that's fine, what, right? I'm saying like, there's people actually that really do want to be masons. Yeah. That really do want to be framers. It's just having to work by someone else's schedule and. Right. And, and you're consumed by money. Like, because, you know, if I was going to, like, logistically, if I was going to be a Mason, like, in, say, the world was like, pick what you want, do what you want, do it whenever you yeah. want, my Masonry would probably be like once a month. Right. And then the rest of the time I'd feel with all my other shit. I still like masonry. I still yeah. do it once a month. Yeah. And, and I mean, <laughs> and I know that because you talked about, you know, I think when we first met uh, at the tattoo studio, you, you talked about being a brickie, which, you know, mm -hmm. is, is British slang basically for, for a mason. So, I mean, it's, it's always something that you've been interested in doing. So, I mean, it's great that you're pursuing that. But what I'm sort of getting at is that, you know, a lot of people, Sorry, they, <laughs> they uh, you know, they, they put their dreams on hold. You know, you want to be a painter, an artist, a, a musician, whatever you want to be. But at a certain point, you're just like, I can't do that. Then, and then you go and do something that you really don't want. And yeah. then you ultimately become miserable, right? I but mean, I don't know if everyone's, some people really have a dream of what they want to do. Like from a child, this is what they want to do. But some people like me, for instance, yeah. I've never, I've always wanted to do different things. I've right. always said, oh, I really want to do this, but then it changes. And then I'm an art, you know, I paint and I haven't painted in years since I had my baby. I've yeah. painted, so it's been about two years, two and a half years. Like I've painted the Warhammer, but I haven't painted a picture or drawn. Or, right. But I mean, it's still within the same I realm. I don't want to do that as a job. Yeah. Like, I don't. And, like, as a kid, if you'd asked me, I'd have been like, yeah, I want to do something artistic or paint or I want to be a tattoo artist. I wanted to be a tattoo artist for the longest time. But if you ask me now, do I want to be a tattoo No, I don't. Yeah. Do I want to have to go in and draw pictures for people that I don't like to put on, to put on their body right. and then care about it? No, I don't. Yeah. And it took going through a shitty apprenticeship to really realize that maybe this isn't what I want to do. Like... I really did want to do it. And you know what? If he had been a good mentor, I probably would have did it. Yeah. And I'd probably be doing it now. Yeah. 
And I, that's, kind of, that's kind of the unfortunate but, thing. But I mean, it was I'm a bad 20... situation that that you were in. I mean, but still, I that's... couldn't I couldn't do anything to help you. But still, what I'm telling you is, yeah. I'm thankful for it because if I'd be doing it now, I wouldn't enjoy my yeah. job. And I, it sounds weird to say that because even my mom would watch this and be like, oh, "Tattooing was my dream." Yeah. But it's not what I want to do. Right. I don't want to do it. And, you know and what? That's, if, the world, that's the thing. if the world was different and I could fucking do it when I wanted to do it and it was for people that I wanted to do it for and it was just, but you know, it's all health and safety and needles and blood. So it's not that sort of thing. I can't, but if that was the case then yeah, I'd probably tattoo from time to time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd fuck around on my mates. I'd fuck around on myself. It's something I would fuck around with. Like right. if I was in a tribe somewhere, yeah, maybe I'd be the tattooist because it would be a fucker. You know, I'm yeah. not, but the restraints that you're under and the people you have to deal with and the society that you have to deal with, you're all cunts. Like you all watch a show and you're all cunts. <laughs> and do I want to tattoo you? Fuck no. Do I want to watch your snidey fucking remarks? You know what? I've done construction enough to know that people yeah. are never fucking happy. Yeah. Do I want to deal with putting art on people that are never fucking happy? And, and, and no. that is a huge, huge pressure for tattoo artists is that, you know, a lot of times is that you, you've got one shot. Like there, there's not... An yeah. opportunity to make mistakes, you know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that tattooists do not make mistakes. I do, have made mistakes, but you hide, hide, them. hide your mistakes, yes. and that's the most important thing. And if you think that your tattoo has no mistakes, then fuck you, you're an idiot. Yeah, every picture has mistakes. The fucking Mona Lisa probably had a mistake. He did like 13 covers on that bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't the first picture on that canvas. Yeah. And I've got canvases at home just the same. If you scratched away and, those and layers, I got fucking pictures underneath. And you'd be like, did you fucking draw that? Because yeah. you'd see the finished product and be like. You're an artist. You'd see the first yeah. picture and you'd be like, you're a child. With yeah, a and that's the issue with tattooing is that you, that you don't have that opportunity to paint a canvas 40, 50 times. I mean, the, now you can laser stuff and maybe do a cover up. And, yeah, but, but that's it's horrible. never the you same. You don't want to put your it's customer yeah. through that shit. It, it's like, never the same, right? Uh, you know, so, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, you've really got one shot to do it. And I mean, you know, it's... It's like me. I like to paint portraits. I can point, paint very good portraits. People would always ask me to tattoo portraits. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Because I know when I paint, I make changes or I go and I start looking yeah, at it. You look like, at it for like, an hour Whoa. and you're like, whoa, that nose is yeah. jacked. And then yeah, you, start you get you get too into it and you're you're too hyper focused and it and it's tough. So I you know, my 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 kudos to guys that can go and sit down and Brilliant put skill. out yeah. you know, perfect basically portrait tattoos that is an amazing skill and if you're looking for those kind of tattoos seek out those kind of artists because those are the people that you want but yeah getting back to what we was talking about i my dream jobs have changed so much and i don't know if i have a dream job now right i don't know i feel like i i want i feel like i want to just do what i want to do it's a weird feeling like i don't i don't want to do one particular thing i want to do lots of things yeah. but i just won't want anyone I don't want to have to make money. I, don't, I just, I don't yeah. know. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, you've known me for a long time and I, I switch what I do a lot. I mean, I keep myself interested. I'm a man of many talents. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to. I'm the same thing. I airbrush, I tattoo, yeah. I paint. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of these things are very, very similar. And then it's we all did the artistic. YouTube That's stuff. And everything all we creative. do is creative, it's creative and right? It's creating something from but, nothing. And there's but, that, you know, desire to create things from but then nothing. Some days I want to do something structured. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. I just feel controlled. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you and I have think lately to. I've been feeling it more. And I just, the world needs to change. I feel like everyone knows it and feels it that we're. There's people out there that do what we're talking about right now, which do you what are, they want. You are locked in, and, and, and I mean, the, the yeah, funny thing is, is if you if you look at uh, the beginning of the year, one of the things that came out is that you know, in the first day, 
you know, the sort of the top tier of business owners and, you know, CEOs of companies, these massive companies that, you know, provide everything from groceries to whatever, they made more in their first day, some in the most, the first hour of the year than the average person will make all year. Yeah. And it gets to a point of being ridiculous. I mean, well, uh, kind of rich, an interesting conversation. Get- yeah. Kind of an interesting conversation. I don't know if you know who Jesse Jesse Ventura is. Mm. Uh, used to be, he was on uh, Predator. Uh, he used to be in uh, WWF wrestling when it was WWF, and then he became okay, the yeah. the uh, the head of Minnesota. He yeah, became that. But he he was talking about a maximum wage. You know, it's like we always talk about minimum wage, yeah, fifteen dollars an hour. Wage? What's the maximum wage? Like, how much do you really need? And that's what I'm talking about. And like, there's people out there that live like. These people that have these companies, their children have different lives. They yeah. don't know the world the way that we know it. Absolutely. They don't feel these feelings and they never have and they can't. And the worst thing about that, I'm not saying that it's bad that they have that life. I wish I had that life. Yeah. I'm not envious of that life, but it's bad because these children with all this money that are being raised now are the future that are going to be in charge. If we don't change, yeah. let's just say things carry on the way they They are the future people that are in charge of us. Yeah. And they don't have... They can't, they don't know how you feel. They never will know how you feel. Right. See, the difference with the older guys now, the older CEOs that are all dying out, you know, yeah. the older ones, yeah, they're still cuntish. Yeah, they still make thousands, millions of ridiculous amounts of money, but they have that, most of them came from nothing. Yeah. You've still got that older generation that came from nothing, that know what it was like to fucking, fuck, I got no money. Like, I've got to fucking make this happen. I've got to work to make right. this happen. So even though you hate how much money they're making now, they made it happen themselves. Right. And granted, it was easier back in the 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s, 70s, 80s even to start yeah. up a company and actually make some fucking money doing a good job. Today, it's very much, much harder. But these guys that have made that, their kids don't have that. Yeah, They've grown up with all these riches. They don't have that. My employees need this kind of treatment because... And that's the scariest thing because these new bosses coming up that came from rich families right. are going to be terrible bosses because one thing that makes a good boss is putting yourself in your employee's shoes and making sure that you're looking after your employees because they're the ones putting that money in your fucking pocket. The reason that you live such a lavish life is because Absolutely. your employees are putting that in your pocket. But if you don't know how to treat them, now you now we're becoming more slaves. Well, and I think with especially with multinational corporations that are so broad and there's no real touch between the owners of the company or board of directors or whatever, you know, is you controlling that. You start to get treated like shit. You, you, you have no, it's, you don't understand the struggles of the boots on the ground that are making you the money, exactly what you're saying. You know? like, so, you, like you watch that show, uh, Undercover Boss. Yeah. And some of these big guys go under and then you get that touching thing at the end where everyone, I cry every fucking time, you know what I mean? Because I'm in hard positions. I see these people get like 10 grand. I'm like, oh, I would fucking make my life so much better. So yeah, it's great. But then like, if you think about it logistically, this motherfucker has just gone through his company, right? Like four people. These are like billion dollar companies. There's people, there's fucking hundreds of thousands of people across the United States alone that work for these companies. And he's picked like four people and he's changed their lives. Whoopty yeah. fucking dude. Do you know how many other <laughs> fucking people are rotting under your fucking... And you know what the saddest thing is? You pick four, yeah? Out of like a hundred thousand places to go. You don't, they don't know there's fucking sub stories going on. There's sub stories in all of them. Yeah. You go to any of their sub story. So you pick four... 
and it's touched you and you've given money away. Think about all the ones that you haven't visited and all the stories that would touch you again, but they don't. Yeah. They give to four people and they feel better about themselves. Like, but, but you hope in the process of doing, you know, sort of that undercover thing that they realize how tough the work the people they're doing and how little they get is they paid. give so much to the one person. Yeah. Why not be like, you know what? These stories have touched me. My entire company needs help. Yeah. Here's this. I'm implementing this for the entire company. I hate how it's like, and, here's and a car. Here's $20,000. Here's a holiday. Yeah. And it's like, but that's the TV show part of it. If they're kidding smart, me, if man, use that $10,000 yeah. and spread it amongst yeah. the fucking people. If they're a smart CEO, they'll, they'll go beyond that. They'll start to make changes. Like, I mean, you know, some of that, I've seen ones where they've had laborers and it's like, okay, go grab that. And he's like, what off the thing? Yeah. Grab the tires off the shelf, move them over here. We're going to throw them on the bus. And the guy's like, that's heavy. He's like, you got to speed it up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It took you 20 minutes to move that one tire. We need to do that in like five. Yeah. And he goes, I'm usually here by myself. I'm glad you're here helping me. But, you know, we got to <laughs> yeah. speed things up. And there's kind of that realization that, you know, hey, I need more employees. That This work is actually hard, you know. And, and I think some of those guys do actually make changes, you know, further on down the line. But, I mean, you know, it, it is funny. Like, I think, you know, as companies got bigger and bigger and made more and more money, you know, that uh, you do. You lose Forget. touch with your, your employees, right? And the right? newest generation don't even have yeah. that feeling at all. I mean, if you go downtown Calgary, you'll see, you know, uh, you know, paintings like, you know, sort of the old signs. And it'll be like Smith and Sons. You know, it was a family-run business. Yeah. And they, they took, that business took care of their family. They were in charge. But, you know, de facto, they took care of everybody else that worked for them and their families. And it was very much like a family. And I feel that that's kind of you know, gone to the wayside. And even more so now, and that's right. the scariest thing. Right? Especially with things like online. I mean, you know, as you get to online shopping, it's less and less people. And, you know, the, you're, you're, there's no contact. There's no human aspect to Amazon. You know, it's yeah. uh, as much as I use Amazon, there's and no... I do love online shopping, but fuck me, man. I'm sick of waiting for shit yeah. that I buy. Yeah. It sucks, man. Like, you just want your shit. Yeah. When you go to a shop, you get it right away. Yeah. You know, it just sucks that, like, you, you buy it and you... But you pay sit, a premium for that, so... You sit there for a fucking week and yeah. Uh, yeah you pay a premium for it and you don't get necessarily the best service in the world and that's what's killing stores yeah. i mean if people went out of their way to do you know good salesmanship and all like and help you out and be knowledgeable about their products and, and all those kind of things yeah they would do much better instead that's of like do being, you have that it's like uh, be knowledgeable know. about your product like when did that go out the window i'm sick of going in a shop and asking something and then no one fucking know no one's yeah. got a fucking clue no one wants to help you yeah they, it's like they're pissed off that they have to talk to you. Yeah. I feel like saying sorry sometimes when I've asked something. Like, I can't find this. And they're like, Ugh. it's like, I'm oh, sorry. Like, yeah. No, I didn't. Do you work here? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you just wearing a blue t-shirt and you yeah. fit in with the fucking employees? So, yeah, I'm knowledgeable about the product. Yeah, like, that would be nice. Yeah, I, I think that should be the base thing of the job. But a lot of people just don't care, you know, in, yeah. in that sense as well. And. I mean, there's there's a multifaceted layers of, you know, what's going on in society and how things have changed and, you know, what's wrong with things. And I mean, in, in reality, you should just be better about being a better person and help people out. I mean, yeah. you know, help your tribe move forward in a, in a sense. Right. If you want to look at, at it from a tribal perspective. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting to say the least, you know. Yeah. So what else have you been up to? Uh, just getting back into the swing of things. Like this week, I actually kind of did some work. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> nice. nice. It was a shorter week and, 
you know, it's, it's just getting back into the, the groove of things is trying to figure out, you know, I was, you know, kind of figure out what direction I'm going and, you know, what I want to do and what I want to accomplish in a year and, you know, take it from there and still kind of figuring that stuff out because I have no idea. I think I want to travel a bit more. Mm-hmm. I got the travel bug when I went to Singapore <coughs> and Malaysia and I think I, I need to travel a little bit more, uh, continue on the rehab of my hip, which, you know, has taken forever. So, oh. you know. I said that we rehab, and I was like, "Oh, didn't know you was addicted." No, 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 <laughs> no, no. From from my but injury, yeah. so sweet. But uh, yeah, that's it. And you? I've been playing video games a little bit more. I noticed that a bit. I did notice that a bit. Yeah, I played some shooters, but then I started playing Elite Dangerous again. I saw that as well, which has had a rehaul, and it's quite good. And the mining's quite good. It just put some stuff in that makes it more enjoyable. Um, you're not just carrying things back and forth, yeah. which killed the game for me. Um, so we're back in the groove of that, making real money now, like made like 170 million. Nice. So like before, like making 60 grand was good and you couldn't buy shit with it. So, you know, actually progressing forward yeah. in the game. And I'm, I signed up for Discovery Worlds 2, which comes out on January 13th. So what's that? That's an in-game... Elite Dangerous is a weird game. Yeah. Created by the people for the people, almost yeah. really, in it. Like there, there's a guy that writes storybooks as the game progresses. There's conspiracy theories that are made by the players that are then installed into the game by yeah. the. So it's it's a very, the players kind of move the game. Yeah. So I don't know the basics. I just know that there's someone people have set up. They've been planning this for a year, and it's they've basically there's a center. Oh, Anyone who's played the game, you play in like this ball of like community kind of, and that's quite large. Like that's a large ball. The map is, yeah. Like people have never even been over here. I remember there was aliens in the game, and uh, it took five years for the first guy to actually see one. Yeah, five years of playing the game to even see an alien. So that's kind of the vastness of the game. And in the center is Sagittarius, which is a known black hole in the middle of the uh, galaxy and um, they've made a trip to it. It's gonna be an eight month trip, uh, four months there, four months back. When we get there, you're gonna make a a, a, uh, a space station. We're actually gonna right. make a space station so that we can further investigate the black hole and it's gonna change the game forever. And it's gonna be, it's a huge event. The first yeah. one happened and it, it went, the, the, there was Discoveries 1, which went to a different place um, pretty far. It wasn't as long, wasn't as far, wasn't as epic. 5,000 people are signed up at this moment in time. Nice. Um, so that starts on the 13th and how that's going to work is last time they just gave everyone the jumps and was like, okay, see you there. This time they did it a bit differently. Every day you're going to get your jumps given to you in message. Yeah. This is where we're going. These are the jumps. You know, you make it on depending on, on your light speed and, and how fast you can go. And along the way, when we get to these checkpoints, so every week they know people work. So it's going to be about two hours a day gameplay. Yeah. If you jump a normal, we have a good ship. It's going to be about two hours a day gameplay. So you get home from work, you travel for two hours, you, you check out the galaxies along the way. Cause we don't know what we're seeing There's there's conspiracy theories that have been set up and they, they've given a new discovery scanner to the game. So you can scan planets with more depth and, the, and you can shoot drones out and stuff. So they've definitely, They've hidden stuff along the way, basically, and there's going to be a breadcrumb trail, they've said, yeah. of things to find out, and uh, it just seems, it's, I'm excited for it. Yeah. We've been getting ready, like we're all packing our ships and getting new cargo holds, and 
I've learned to do a lot more with the game because I wasn't doing a lot before. I was just picking people up and taking them to a starship and yeah. that was it. It was just trying to make some money to buy something. But with this new mining thing that they've put in now where you can actually blow asteroids up with nukes from the inside, it's fucking epic. And yeah. it's the coolest thing I ever do. You then can pick up resources that are selling for millions right. of dollars. So you're actually progressing in the game. You're actually making that money, so which opens up you to learn more things. Like there's those limpets that you yeah. can like collect stuff with it's just you know opening up the game a bit so it's gonna be fun and along the way every checkpoint every weekend everyone meets up at a checkpoint and there's games like they got planetary the planetary things yeah there's games of tag now where you can like tag each other and you're boosting around with your yeah similar to like uh rocket league but slower and no ball so there's there's little things they've set up along the way nice. looks fun we have to log in and check it out, although I think there's a bounty on my head. But that's all we have time for this week. Yeah, I'm Lloyd. I'm JD. Peace. See ya.